Arguing has never solved anything. It really only makes things worse. My husband and I are both passionate communicators, especially when it comes to topics that we feel strongly about. While we were dating, we discovered that our passionate conversations could quickly become arguments, so we learned how to de-escalate disagreements before they turned explosive. We both committed to always doing what's best and healthy for our relationship, so instead of arguing, we choose to have a conversation where we tune in and listen to get an understanding of what we need from each other. I like to think of arguments as an indicator that something is off balance in the relationship. Perhaps a need is not being met or there's some uncovered or unresolved hurt. When looking at it this way, it's easier to focus on what's right instead of who's right. Disagreements in a relationship are kind of like caring for a baby. When a baby cries, We don't argue with the baby about why they're crying, do we? Of course not. What we do is shift our focus on the baby to figure out what they need to feel better. What if you had the same perspective towards disagreements in your relationship? Maintaining a happy and healthy relationship takes work even if that relationship is with yourself. There's work required to attain and maintain a meaningful life. Anything worth having is worth fighting for, and our relationships are certainly worth the fight. I use my personal struggles to help inspire my coaching and mentoring practice because I know what it feels like to be unhappy with yourself and in your relationship. I mentor singles on how to attract and find love and married women who are struggling to rekindle the passion and romance in their relationship by offering support and tools to transform their love story. When unhappiness has overwhelmed you, how do you transform your mindset? When a disagreement in your relationship gets you off balance, how do you get back on track? Let's talk about it. Welcome to Your Day and Beyond podcast, episode 18. I'm your host, dating and relationship coach, Shawnette Ehiabi. After you have a heated argument with your partner, how do you feel? Does the argument resolve the issue or does it make things worse? I guess it would be fair to say that the argument itself doesn't make things worse, but the way we argue and the things we do and say during an argument is what makes things worse. Many couples have unhealthy arguing styles like yelling, name-calling, blaming, and empty threats. None of these things are going to resolve the issue. All they'll do is escalate things until they're way out of control and feelings are damaged. Using trigger words like you always or you never 
will quickly pull your argument into a vicious cycle of negativity. And before you know it, you're in the middle of a war, a war that could go on for a long time and leave mass destruction in its path that could end in the death of your relationship. While some experts will lead you to believe that arguing is normal in a relationship, I say that's a heap of bull because arguing for the majority of couples always leads to fighting and fighting is not healthy, nor is it normal. Now, disagreements, on the other hand, are normal because we may not always have the same opinion about something. As adults, most of us have pretty much learned how to successfully navigate disagreements in our places of work and other situations that we have to get along with others who are not family members. By coming to an understanding or agreeing to disagree. But this may not always be the case when it comes to the people we love. Sometimes the disagreements with our loved ones turn into arguments that turn into nasty fights. Most of the time, it can be attributed to three things. Losing sight of what's important, the source of the disagreement, and being able to manage and regulate difficult emotions. We all need a support system to maintain a meaningful life. Who is your support system? I'd like to be part of your support system and support you in having a happy and healthy body, mind, and spirit to sustain a meaningful life. I'm extending you an open invitation for a free subscription to the Charmed Life newsletter. Go to yourdayandbeyond.com today and hit subscribe and get exclusive Charmed Life resources every month. Every issue delivers easy to implement tips to help you achieve your life goals and supporting resources like healthy recipes, beauty tips, and so much more. Let's begin with prayer, and then let's discuss the three things that are attributed to when love turns to war. Heavenly Father, we thank you today. We thank you for opening our eyes this morning and putting us in a space where we are able to comprehend what's going on around us. Because there are so many people who did not wake up today. And we just want to give you the glory and the honor and praise for waking us up this morning. Lord, we're living in a world where people are more selfish and more self-centered and more concerned about themselves than they are about humanity as a whole. And we don't want to be those kind of people, especially not in our relationships. We want to be humble and kind and respectful. And we ask that you give us a heart of humbleness and a heart of love and allow us to be able to see what others need from us to just live this life, which is very difficult. 
God, open up the way for us to love unconditionally and be able to recognize when we're at fault during arguments or disagreements and be able to humble ourselves enough to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong, or let's stop fighting and let's try to find a way to get along with each other. Lord, we thank you for all that you're going to do in our relationships, in our homes, in our marriages, and in our lives. And we give you all the glory and praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Losing sight of what's important. An argument can quickly get out of control to the point where two people can get caught up in the fight and lose sight of what's really important. If one or both of them are more concerned about winning the argument and being right than they are about what's right and preserving the health of the relationship, they'll end up losing anyway. Who's right versus what's right? There are some people who enjoy nothing more in life than being right, but the need to be right about everything can foster a more selfish type of decision-making and interfere with their ability to amicably resolve issues with their partner. Essentially, this type of thinking makes them lose sight of what's important in the relationship. Being right doesn't serve your relationship if it means you're not open to hear what your partner has to say or how they feel. People who think they're always right have a tendency to shut down any conversations that would lead to a resolution. Instead, they hold rigidly to the idea that they're right and that's all that matters. But is it, though? Some will even argue the point of how they're right, which is very counterproductive to resolving issues. Is being right really better than getting along and being happy in your relationship? The gap will keep getting wider. Arguing and fighting only puts distance between you and that gap will keep getting wider if things aren't resolved. The fastest way to resolution is by talking it out. But if being right is more important than having peace, the relationship doesn't stand a fighting chance. No pun intended. When my husband and I have a disagreement that looks like it's heading to an argument, we'll step away from it rather than continue until we start fighting. We give each other the space needed to calm down and think about things, and then we come back together to talk about things from a more loving place. This has strengthened our bond so much because we have the security in knowing that we're both willing to do what's right for our marriage. Shifting the focus to what's right is a healthier perspective. 
It tears down emotional walls and makes it easier for you to talk things out and find out what the argument is really about. It's better because it means you're open to listening and to finding out how your partner feels, what they're thinking, and most importantly, what they need from you. Have you ever gotten caught up in an argument with your partner that goes left and leaves you wondering what the argument was really about? When your disagreements start off as one thing and then explodes into a fight about a multitude of other things, it's usually a signal that there are some unresolved issues between the two of you that either have been avoided or that haven't been completely resolved or that haven't been discussed. Sometimes you know exactly why you're fighting and sometimes you don't have a clue what you're really fighting about. I've been in this situation more than once in my last marriage, and I noticed that it was usually a result of a misunderstanding causing the conflict, or sometimes it was about one or both of us holding on to unforgiveness. Being in a relationship can be a beautiful experience, especially when you learn how to peacefully navigate through the challenges and know what triggers your disagreements. Wouldn't it be nice to know exactly what's triggering your fights? Go to yourdayandbeyond.com and take the Stop Fighting Quiz. You'll learn exactly what's triggering the petty arguments, why they keep recurring, and how to stop them. Once you know the real reason why you're fighting, you know what you need to work on to resolve it and get back to a more loving place. Fighting can indicate unmet needs. In the beginning of our conversation, I gave you an analogy of a crying baby. When a baby cries, it signifies that a need is not being met. Either they're hungry, wet, or something is making them uncomfortable. To calm the baby, we'll go through a series of steps to figure out the source of the crying so that we can give the baby some relief by resolving the issue. When couples fight, it can be a sign that there's an unmet need in the relationship or unresolved hurt. What's the source of the issue? When you know what you're fighting about, it makes it a little easier to work on resolving the issue. But when you have no clue what you're fighting about, Trying to resolve it is an even bigger issue. Sometimes it's easy to identify the source of the issue, especially if you and your partner have open and honest communication. You're usually aware of issues that may become disagreements, but when your communication is limited or non-existent, it leaves a lot of room for assumptions, and assumptions aren't always correct. On the surface, the source of the issue may seem like 
what started the argument. But when things escalate into fighting, there's usually an underlying issue that hasn't been addressed or that is unresolved. Are you facing it or avoiding it? Expressing how you feel can be easy for some and difficult for others, depending on how you were raised. Being raised in an environment where you were encouraged to communicate your feelings and felt safe doing it allowed you the freedom to explore and understand your feelings as well as freely discuss them. But if you were raised in an environment where sharing your feelings was discouraged or not allowed, then it's likely you never explored or understood your feelings because it wasn't safe to do so. If this was the case, it's highly likely that you have challenges discussing how you feel. You may even have difficulty recognizing what you're feeling because you never had the freedom to explore your feelings. Some women believe that when they get married, that everything is going to be perfect. I call this the fairy tale syndrome. As beautiful as marriage is, it does come with challenges. Challenges that are unique to each couple. Sometimes when your marriage isn't in a good place, you can feel helpless and you may feel too embarrassed to talk about or even admit that you need help getting things back on track. I was once in that space and I know what it feels like to be in an unhappy and unhealthy relationship. I suffered silently for 10 years in an unhappy marriage, pretending that everything was great when it wasn't, which is why I'm committed to openly sharing my experiences, skills, and life lessons to help you create a more loving environment in your relationship that supports a happy and healthy marriage. The Fight Less, Screw More program is based on the 10 essential needs a marriage must have to be healthy and to last. I'll help you align your needs with the essential needs of a happy marriage by walking you through the steps to transform your relationship. Together, we'll work on removing what's blocking you from having a healthy marriage and create actionable steps that foster an environment where you and your partner will have open and honest communication, increased intimacy, and deeper levels of passion. In this program, you'll learn how to quickly identify and diffuse triggers that cause you to fight, and you'll establish a healthier way of working through the issues that challenge you the most. You'll quickly learn how to replace negative patterns with healthier practices that establish a deeper connection between you and your partner, and you'll open up the flow of happiness in your relationship. 
Go to yourdayandbeyond.com today for more information on how you can transform a troubled relationship into a more loving and passionate one that is happy and healthy. Don't forget to download the free Stop Fighting quiz and find out how your relationship rates. Your scores may surprise you. When you commit to doing the work, you will quickly transform your relationship into one that is happier and healthier. Go to yourdayandbeyond.com today because you can't afford to keep having the same argument in your relationship with no resolution in sight. able to regulate and manage difficult emotions. If you examined the impact of your emotions, what would you discover? Emotions are perfectly normal. They're what make our lives more exciting. Everyone experiences occasions where they're overwhelmed emotionally when good or bad things happen. But how do you know when there's a problem and your emotions are out of control? By examining your emotions, you'll be able to determine if you actually have difficulty relating to others because you'll notice if you're always experiencing conflict in your relationships or friendships. Unfortunately, we're not able to control our emotions by turning them on and off like we do with our electronic devices. But we can manage and regulate difficult emotions. Regulate your emotions. Don't repress or suppress them. When you try to suppress your emotions, you're actually preventing yourself from experiencing and expressing feelings. For example, when I was in the dating world and a relationship would end badly, I would try to suppress my emotions by not allowing myself to cry about it, even though I wanted to cry. I quickly learned that that process never really worked for me because I'd find myself getting extremely emotional about something trivial when in reality it was the repressed emotions trying to come out. Part of the healing process is allowing yourself to feel the emotions of a breakup or a disappointment. There's a lesson in the pain that we actually need to learn so that we can heal and move forward in a relationship. You're going to experience disappointments because that's just life. When you suppress your feelings about disappointment or hurt, your emotions can get out of control when you least expect it. And small disagreements can turn into a full-blown war. Accept your emotions. By identifying what you're feeling, you can actually regain control of your emotions and manage them or at least regulate them so that you're not allowing them to get out of control. Taking the time to check in with yourself about what you're feeling and how you're feeling is actually healthier for you and your relationship.
to help regulate your emotions so that you remain more in control, you can keep a mood journal and write down your feelings and responses to them, which will help you uncover any disruptive patterns. By identifying specific triggers, you can come up with more productive ways to manage your emotions. There are 10 essential needs that a marriage must have to be happy and for it to last. When we're lifing, sometimes we can neglect to meet the needs of our partner and that can cause challenges for the relationship. If you're fighting more and screwing less in your relationship, it may be because of unmet needs or unresolved hurt. Do you know why you keep fighting and having the same argument? Have you noticed that your relationship has become unhappy and unhealthy? My new coaching program, Fight Less, Screw More, is super impactful and will quickly transform your love story. It is based on the 10 essential needs a marriage must have to be healthy and to last. In this program, we'll work on removing what's blocking you from having a healthy marriage and create actionable steps that foster an environment where you and your partner will have open and honest communication, increased intimacy, and deeper levels of passion. You'll learn how to quickly identify and diffuse triggers that cause you to fight, and you'll establish a healthier way of working through the issues that challenge you the most. Learn how to replace negative patterns with healthier practices that establish a deeper connection between you and your partner and open up the flow of happiness in your relationship. Every relationship goes through challenges and can get off balance, but you don't have to continue being unhappy in your relationship and wondering if things will ever get better. Things can get better and they will get better because the Fight Less, Screw More program can help you get back to being more in love and more passionate. Go to yourdayandbeyond.com for more information and don't forget to take the Stop Fighting quiz. If you're ready to get to the other side where your relationship is happier and healthier, I'm ready to support you. Learning how to de-escalate. Sometimes when you're in the heat of the moment, it's hard to de-escalate a disagreement that has gotten out of control. But there are some things you can do to have a more loving conversation and get to the bottom of the issue. Give yourself some space. By putting some physical distance between the two of you, until the intensity of your feelings calm down and you can have a more civil conversation in which you can listen to each other and maintain respect for each other's feelings. Know when and how to express yourself. The phrase, pick your battle, comes to mind, which means, essentially, there's a time and a place for everything 
including having some restraint from intense emotions that can cause a disagreement to spiral out of control into fighting. Being mindful of your partner's mood or even your surroundings are some simple ways to observe whether or not it's the right time to discuss a disagreement that may trigger unwanted emotions. Quite simply, find another time that's more conducive to a loving conversation. Stay on top of stress. When we're under a lot of stress, it can filter over into our discussions and make it more challenging to manage our emotions during a disagreement. By managing stress, you can avoid the potential for conflict in your relationship. Practicing self-care on a regular basis and other healthy habits like getting enough sleep, making time to relax and have fun, and incorporating mindfulness practices into your daily routine can help you manage stress better, which in turn will have a more positive outcome on your emotions and how you relate to your partner during challenging times or difficult discussions. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I know you have many choices when it comes to listening to great content. I'm thankful you chose to listen to your day and beyond. Don't forget to turn on your notification settings for the podcast so you won't miss the new episodes. Join me here on every other Wednesday for some impactful and thought-provoking insight on topics about dating and relationships and everything in between. Hit the subscribe button now so you don't miss a single episode. What are your thoughts about today's episode? Join the conversation on Instagram at Your Day and Beyond or leave a review on the podcast. I'd love to hear from you.